listener exclusive. From the Penguin Parade at Phillip Island to that new building development in the middle of Warrigal, this is Talking Gippsland with Ed Callishaw. Welcome to another episode of Talking Gippsland. Well, in this episode, we're going to go deep with a unique musician that has had a very, very busy 2023. Late last year, I had the chance to sit down with Emily Ann, and this was on the eve of her release of Therapy, her new EP. It's personal, it's touching, and it's bloody brilliant. Sit back, relax, enjoy a tune or two, and a decent convo with one of our talented musicians here in Gippsland, Emily Ann. Emily, nice to catch up with you. This is this is a conversation that has been in the making. We were sort of having a chat about this off air, about how long I've been pestering you um, to get on Talking Gippsland and to get on Triple M Gippsland <laughs> and just simply have a chat. Um, I've been lucky enough to hear your music over the last 18 months and I know you've been on a hell of a journey. But first things, thank you for stepping into the studio and just having a yarn with me. Please, thank you very much. That's awesome. That's Thanks, great. Ed. Excellent. You're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea, listeners, um, the hoops I've been jumping through, but the patience as well, and it's going to be worth it as well with our chat. Um, first things first, congratulations on the EP. I mean, this is... Thank you. This is awesome news. This is uh, so much work that's gone into it. Um Let's let's have a yarn about it. The first things, let's start with the title. Why have we gone with that title and why an EP? The EP has been a long time coming. Um, picking a title wasn't too difficult. I went with therapy because it really is just about um, getting things off my chest and uh, just trying to get over a few things. And if uh, and if the songwriting and the releasing of the CD didn't work, then I'll probably go and get therapy. <laughs> and we find that with all our musicians, don't we? It's the stories from within that are coming out. This is a release. Each of those songs are chapters. Each of them are personal and and deep, really, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is yeah. incredible. Yeah, they're personal. And, I mean, some of them are on behalf of other people as well. I'd like yeah. to think when I'm writing that, people can can relate so there's an element of trying to make it relatable as well um but just give people a little bit of an insight into of, of who I am really because um, I'm quite private really yeah um this is the first time I've kind of kind of gone into depth about um stories and feelings and and such so yeah it has been a very vulnerable emotional time um but I'm just yeah so glad that I did it and didn't give up on it which was the first song that you dived into which was the one out of these ep that you started to go right i'm going to work on this one this is the track this is the story this is maybe the first chapter it might not come across that on the ep Mm. but for you is there one there where it's gone okay this journey is going to begin this is the one i think this simple life is probably so song number five on the ep i think that's the one where I sort of felt like um, I'm more moving forward and talking about what I want, um, feeling really comfortable about the next chapter, the next story. Um, the others were more about um, the past. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I think This Simple Life is probably probably that song. Um, and it was that was probably the third one that I, that I wrote um, as well in the process. So Breaking it down with Simple Life, is it complex? Is it something where you just 
had to peel the onion back a little bit for yourself on that track? Mm. So, well, this one I wrote during COVID and it was really sparked by those feelings of isolation. So, I mean, the first line, all I want is a small backyard gathering by the fire. I was really kind of writing about that lonely feeling of of, um, lockdowns uh, that we all went through. Um, But then it sort of more became about like my desires and what I want and sort of what I've given up by being a musician. Um, and like being a solo musician, it is quite like it's emotional, it's lonely. Um, there's so many times I think, oh, if I didn't do this, like what would I do and how would I feel? I wouldn't be, you know, so emotional every day. Um, it's it's only a bit, of a, a bit of a curse being a musician because you're always like overthinking and how do I get this these feelings out? Um, and then, yeah, just like complicating things. How did it get so complicated was one of the lines in the song. Um, I feel like it's just all those late nights and... Uh, like late nights working, I should say. <laughs> I wasn't very exciting. I didn't party or anything like that. Um, but yeah, just like losing that social life and feeling quite lonely. Yeah, what would it be like, this the simple life? Oh, I wish I had it. So yeah. it kind of, yeah, it became a bit more personal. And I think everyone can relate. You're right. You're saying that mm. as a solo musician. You haven't got someone to bounce off. Mm. Yeah. You're the one that's creating this brand. You're the one that's creating um, a journey and trying to find a connection with maybe that one person in the audience or that function or that event or wherever you're going or simply just singing to yourself as well, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, yeah. it's certainly a lot of feelings and and questioning and uh, lots of feelings of self-conscious but making it look like I've got it all together like as I'm the one that's got to, you know, promote my brand and, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's a business as well. I've It's it's my livelihood. Um it is a lot to take on, um, but I, but I've chosen this. Um, I'll be interested to see where I sort of want to head with it as well. Yeah. Um, whether I dive in a bit more or back off a bit, um, not too sure yet. So really, so that's sort of you've had this relief, this this release, this success, <laughs> this the EPs out there. Yep. <laughs> and you're already talking about. Well, I wonder if I want to keep doing this. Uh, is this is is it that profound? Um, well, I feel like at the moment I just want to have a little break, chill yeah. out, watch some Christmas movies and just hang out a bit. Um, hang on. First just... <laughs> thing, favourite Christmas movie right now. Let's see what um, Emily Ann's all about. Oh, Come on. Home Alone. Home Alone number one. That's my yeah. Girl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 100% every That's day. Our uh, one yeah. or two? Uh, definitely one. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. awesome. Definitely one. It's pretty traumatic when you look at it now. Yeah, I know. But we laughed our heads off when we yeah. were younger. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sometimes you've got to watch Alf like, as well just to yes. have a bit of a giggle. Nice balance. Um, nice balance, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, a little bit of a side hustle there. <laughs> okay, we understand that. Right? It's just We're finding out a little bit more about Emily Ann, of course, wonderful singer-songwriter uh, here in Gippsland. Uh, make sure you check out the EP Therapy. And also uh, is performing in various places around. Uh, you can catch Emily there, but she's having a little bit of a sabbatical. It might be. And 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 fair enough as well. I think the the build-up to this EP, where was the pressure coming from? Was it coming from you? I think it was definitely an age pressure. Um, it was getting to that. I was like 29, nearing 30. Yeah. Um, when's this? About a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, no, I just I haven't. I haven't created a CD. That was that was my dream. I always wanted to do that. And like, why haven't I done it? Let's just do it. Um, and yeah, I applied for a couple of grants, didn't get them. So it was sort of more like, okay, I need a budget now. What's this going to be? What's it going to involve? And 
yeah, I had no idea how much it was like going to cost and also how much work it was going to involve. Um, and yeah, it was, just, you really, I really had to plan it out and I didn't realize how long it was going to take as well. Um, but yeah, I also have people coming up at gigs going, you know, play your original. And I just sort of thought, well, if, if I've got them out there, I'll feel more comfortable playing something because everyone's heard it anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you perform at weddings. You perform at various events. You're all mm. over the place. Um, and I guess that's where I started noticing you as well, seeing the, the the wonderful following you were starting to build on social media and uh, your marketing, if we call it that, um, uh, on via those areas going, hey, I was at this event in Trafalgar. I was here and there and everywhere as well. But I would think having the courage, and this is a big thing, I think, from a lot of musicians that are trying to get their own stuff out there, their own story out there, to have the courage to play one of your own tunes at an event that someone has picked you up for to play some covers or their favourite songs and things like that. How hard is it to say, hey, look, I'd love to play a couple of my own tunes. Can you have a listen to these? Would you be okay if I play a couple of these as well? How hard is that for a musician touring around our local region? Yeah, Um the cool thing is, is that I actually have people, yeah, asking, you know, play your originals, can you play them? And the last couple of months while I've sort of been working on this EP, I've gone, oh, you know, um, I haven't got the people here that want it, that want to hear me play yeah. these songs for the first time yeah. live. So I keep saying, oh, you know, I'd love to play them, but, you know, come to one of my shows. I'm hoping to do a show or two in Jan, Feb, um, just to promote it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and that's just a dream to to get up and sing my songs to people who want to come to the shows. Um, but, yeah, I think that first time when I do smash them out, it's going to be a little bit nerve-wracking but but exciting. Um, I can understand for other artists, yeah, people want to hear covers and um, it is a daunting sort of thing trying to promote originals because everyone's got their favourite songs already yeah. and, um, yeah, but I don't know, I guess... You just if you want to do it, you'll do it. And I think for those that are listening to the potty today, and also listening on Triple M Gippsland, I think when you go to these events, and you're going to get your covers, right? And that's what the musicians there. But ask them, do they have an original? Do do that. Go go out when you're at an event, especially over summer. We've got a good period coming up. Yeah, hopefully it stops raining. Um, but get out <laughs> and and ask the musician, do you have any originals? They're starting their musical journey. They might be a youngster who's 16 or 18 years old. They might be someone who's 30. They might be a 50-year-old out there or whatever it is, and they're playing some tunes for you to keep you entertained and keep the night going. But ask them, do they have an original in their showcase? And ask them to play it. Now, it might be a sad song, might be a happy song, whatever it is, but I can tell you this right now. All the musicians I've spoken to over the last two years on this show, Em, and I think you'll agree, mm -hmm. they would get a kick. They would get... Mm. An absolute kick. They might be nervous, as you're saying, but that's it's the only way you're going to find out as well. And also, get that wonderful love of, you've worked so hard on this song, mm, let's hear it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, like, they're going to play covers anyways, um, but yeah, it just means so much to, to each of us, like yeah. something that we've created. And I mean, there's such a big demand for live music out there. I mean, if, if you want to support us to keep, keep you know stay in this industry and keep playing these gigs because you know for your parties and all that like it is yeah. um it is really cool to be accepted for our original stuff as well so and we saw what yeah. happened over the last uh, you know during the covid years mm. uh where we were lockdown years or whatever you want to call them years um 
we saw what our artists had to do. Mm-hmm. They had to go on social media. It was tough. It was really tough. Yeah. Um, the song, it's hard because they're all they're all different chapters of you. What's the song on therapy where it's it's the one that maybe does that to you? Right? <laughs> For the listeners, I'm just doing the teardrop signal. The puddle uh, of tears. M. Is it one that gets you? Yeah. So track number four, I was there. I can't really listen to that song very often. I had to listen to it many times when we were making it and um, making decisions for the for the sounds and everything on that. But, um, yeah, that's the one. Um, I'd been wanting to write that one for quite a while, um, but it didn't actually come out until uh, I think it was July. I was really sick. I think it was around the time that my first song, Bring Me Down, the first single was released. And um, I was like, oh, gosh, I'm, there's just there's another song on the EP that I'm not over the moon with. And I think, yeah, I, this, the few lines come up for this song, um, which were the chorus lines, and I went, oh, I think this one's going to come in and take over this other track that I planned to go on. Um, and then, yeah, I actually just poured my heart and soul into it and I reckon I probably well, maybe over the space of like two days I got yeah this song completed and two um, days. yeah so yeah. it's been lingering it, it had yeah. been there but take to two days and you've gone yep. you knew what you want you knew what yeah so um and it was a really really hard one to write um and also try I didn't want it to be like too personal it is on like most of my songs on behalf of someone who's gone through something similar um yeah, so yeah, that's the one. That's the that's the sad the sad song. Um, Satali, uh, the producer I worked on the last two songs with, she called it the sad summer bop. So, just in time for for this time of year. I like yeah. it. Can you go in a little bit to it, or is it too personal for you to talk about? Uh, well, yeah. So, I mean, this one's this one's really for anyone who, as a child, experienced some sort of trauma or traumatic experience. Um whether it be at school or at home, um, and then just getting into adulthood and not, like, truly being able to get over it and forget it, like, um, and people who haven't gone through it probably don't understand. Um, so, yeah, I think this was more like this is why I'm sad sometimes and, um, yeah, it, it, this is why my life's kind of complicated because I have these feelings yeah. and, um, yeah, that's all I'll, I'll say on that. <laughs> but there's so many people out there with... What is it? Uh, delayed trauma, I think they call it, and things mm. like that. I've got close ones in my my life that have started going through it now, and it's it's hard because you feel like you've lost your childhood, you've lost your adolescence, you've lost, you haven't had that connection with family, you haven't had that connection with people, or there's been this mask. Mm. There's been this mask on you uh, for. For so long, uh, and the yep. people who, people in my life, it's been 30 years, 30 years, mm. and they're finding themselves now, they're peeling that onion now, and I've said that a couple of times here in our chat, but that's that's what they're doing, and and it's, how do you say it, for someone that is uh, supporting them, or someone mm. that it's trying to be patient and understanding, but also trying to just listen. Yeah. And I think that's the thing with that track. Listen to the song and then listen to the people that are going through that journey because they're trying to catch up on another 30 years. They're trying to find themselves mm, in yeah. a lot of ways, aren't they, yeah, really? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it's a difficult one. Mental health's a, a difficult It's It's area. tough out there. And to, to those out there, um, mm. we love you. And there are people 
that are there to listen to as well. So look after yourselves out there as well. And we'll give those numbers as well for Lifeline and, and Beyond Blue after that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are struggling uh, around our, our beautiful region of Gippsland, but we're here. And we're keeping you entertained as well. Emily Ann's joined us as well. We're going deep and meaningful with our uh, our chat <laughs> sure. today on Talking Gippsland, of course. Um, the the new EP's out, Therapy. Make sure you check it out wherever you get your music. Hope you're enjoying the yarn with Emily Ann, one of our talented musicians that hails out of Gippsland. Well, one of the most iconic brands that we have, especially when it comes to motor vehicles, is Holden. I spent some time with Phil Membry, and we're going to chat with him and go behind the scenes of what makes up the Holden Museum in Trafalgar. I think my dad's going to be pretty pumped up about as I walk past this Tirana, Um, (laughs) because this is his vintage. This is the nostalgia area, isn't it? This is the history part where you can go, I remember that. Yeah, that's right. Um, This SLR 5000, it's a genuine LH. (laughs) Um, It's on loan in the museum. Um, Fellow rang up, and we only had one Tirana, and the fellow that took it, and he's going to put a new motor in it, and he decided against it. And then in the meantime, the fellow rang up and said, oh, I've got a SLR 5000, genuine, do you want it? Oh. And I didn't even hesitate getting two Tiranas in, because people, oh, where's your SLR? Yeah, and they just love it. Looking forward to having a yarn with Phil over the next couple of weeks right here on Talking Gippsland. Let's get back to our chat with Emily Ann. All right, let's light, lighten the mood a little bit. When did you pick up the guitar? When, when did you work out that you've got a gorgeous voice and you're like, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. This is pretty fun. When did you? When did it all start for you? Oh, I'm not going to pump my tyres up on, and answer that one. Up. Come but, on, lid um, it up. Lids off. The facts. Yes, the facts, please. Um, yeah, I was always singing in school, like singing so much that the kids would tell me to shut up. Um, <laughs> um, now they come to my gigs. <laughs> oh, are they the same kids? Are they yeah. the same kids? <laughs> They're paying um, you now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then uh, was my uncle Dominic. Every time I went to his place, um, see the guitar sitting in the corner, and I uh, just wanted to, you know, pr- touch the strings. Yeah. And yeah, I wanted to know what that was all about. Yeah. Um, and yeah, my parents like never bought me um, an instrument growing up. So, <laughs> uh, well, actually, it was my brother that yeah. for Christmas one year he got given like this kind of electric guitar like not a very like good like just a toy one from toy world or something yeah, yeah. electric guitar and microphone and a stand and i'm just over there in the corner like um Hello. this is the kid that loves like we were on a dairy farm this is the kid that like loves cows and farms and stuff and this is the, gu- the girl over here that's just singing all the time like won't shut up um he gets the guitar so anyway it ended up in the cupboard it ended up in his cupboard like you know within a week and i just went and took it and put it in my room so that's you know and he was cool made it happen oh he didn't even notice i don't think so. i love it well, <laughs> um <laughs> thank you and this is the thing mum and dad Come on, read the room. <laughs> yeah, you know, in a lot of ways. Uh, the songs that you were singing, what were you bopping along to? What were the ones where you're at school, you're singing along, humming a tune, whatever it is? What is, what were what were people telling you to shut up about? Because I reckon nowadays at school there'd be all these Swifties out there and things like that going, can you just keep the Tay-Tay to yourself? What were you singing along to? Oh, there was so much in the early 2000s. I remember when I did grab that guitar, though, I was strumming along to um, Michelle Branch. Um, Michelle and Branch. Yeah, so that song, Everywhere. Because yep. um, you're everywhere to me. Yeah, that was an absolute jam for me. Um, yeah, most of her songs. Um, Good show. But, yeah, like I grew up listening to, like, 80s and 
everything as well. Um, Michelle Branch, though, blast from the past, early two yeah. thousands. Yeah, good vintage, good vintage. Everyone huge listening, huge inspiration. Huge, and and yep. Vanessa Carlton was there mm. around there. About to and, say her too. Yeah, you know, you yep. had Killing Heidi. Ella was with Killing yep. Heidi, but you could sense something was going to come of it. Yeah, and yeah. But good era. It's a good, you know, it's an unsung era. You know, people talk, you mentioned 80s, but, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. another transition period for Aussie Fantastic, music, no doubt. Yeah. Um, so you got the guitar, right? When did you get the yep. real one? When was your um, first live performance? So I got my first guitar for Christmas, I think it was. Um, I was 15. And. Yeah, it was like an eighty dollar one off eBay, and yeah. I've still I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's so good. Um, still got and it. Yeah, yep, still got it. I nearly brought it with me today, actually, but it doesn't keep in tune as well as my yeah. um, new ones. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So first performance. Oh, I, like as soon as I got that guitar, I think within a few months I was starting to sing at high school oh. with it. I really, I'm not sure how well. There aren't a lot of videos of me playing guitar. I'm not sure how well it was. I think I thought it must have been alright because I could get up on stage with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it was yeah gigs straight out of high school. So, um, did you sing on the dairy farm? Did you sing to the cows? <laughs> no, I didn't. I no? d- didn't really like the cows. Didn't like the cows. <laughs> I was cows scared me. <laughs> All right, that's the yeah. secret as well. Don't bring any cows. Don't, so, you, like, you but, speed past those uh, cattle farms. Yeah, and stuff like that. yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. yep. Um, right. But yeah, I would sing. Uh, I would pretty much like get home from high school, and I'd yeah. be in my room for like three hours trying to learn as many songs as I could on the guitar. So, I was too busy learning songs to be writing. The writings come later on. So, how did you go about that though? You know, the transition from singing and yep. covers yep. and working out your voice and all that sort of mm. stuff to going, geez, lyrics, music, tunes. Mm. I'm amazed what you guys do because I can't read. Like, I played the cello for two years and I destroyed oh, wow. that thing. Uh, it was great. <laughs> you know, I feel like I, I had a chat with Diesel on Talking Gippsland a couple of weeks ago and we, we oh. had a connection because he played the cello when he was younger. <laughs> the only problem is mine was in a cloth case and uh, I carried it on the school bus. <laughs> Didn't go too well. Thank you very much, St. Kevin's. Um, but I, I, I just am amazed at you musicians when you, when you're writing out lyrics and then you're finding the tunes with it. It's sort of scientific in a way. It's I, I wish that side of my brain could could do that because it's such a skill. Yeah, it must seem like that to everyone else. I think when you're in it, it's like yeah, it's oh like, yeah, oh, it's yeah. another day, but. <laughs> Um, but yeah, turning into a songwriter, I mean, I kind of tried to write, like I'd always write a few lines here and there. I got heaps of notes in my phone that I would write, but I think it was just that this isn't going to be good enough. Like I've grown up listening to so many different artists, genres, um, and I always said like, oh, it's never, you know, I'm never going to be able to write a good song. Like the best songs have already been written. I'm not even going to bother trying or people Mm. won't like them. It was just all that self-doubt. And I think that's why it took me so long in the end, um, and yeah, I don't know. And then I just thought, you know what, like kind of got to, if I want to achieve this, I've got to start somewhere. Um, and then, yeah, I decided to, to release them and yeah, I've had like, you know, enough people comment on them. And It's great. Um, what has the response yeah. been? Because there's been some emotional response I've seen in some yeah. of the comment sections. Um, yeah. Did you expect that? Yeah, I don't know. I think people are wondering like how... I'm going as well. Like, they're like, yeah. oh, these songs, like, they're not, you know, really happy songs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so I don't know, like, some people have been quiet. Some people have been, yeah, really supportive and adding it to their playlist on Spotify and such. I can actually see, like, what playlist that they're on as well, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, it's it has been really overwhelming. Like still have some like really quiet, like sad days in there as well. Like, I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's now that I've experienced it, like it has been really, it's been a really exhausting year. Yeah. Like it's really been a journey. Yeah. Um, and it, like it was released and it was like, oh, this is just a, like a weight off for starters. And yeah, what do I do now? And I just kind of feel... I don't know. I kind of feel the same. <laughs> I, I know through a couple of our text messages and I, we the recent ones anyway that yep. we've sort of had, and I love this, um, that we've had our last couple of conversations. So um, here's one. It's like, uh, woohoo, uh, smashing it, um, ready to go, daytime. Will it be a daytime? What time? All that sort of stuff. So that excitement. And then literally a couple of days later, I'm just pumped. I can't wait to catch up. Have you felt a roller coaster? Yeah, it's been so up and down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every time I think that it has been, yeah, up and down the whole time. Like, I thought it wasn't going to happen in the end. I had yeah. to change producers because my first one couldn't get it finished in the end for me yeah. time-wise. So um, I had to change producers. It's wow. just like that was big for me because um, we had to literally find one like who could get it done and she smashed it out in two weeks, which was amazing. Um yeah, yeah, really, like, I just, I'm really speechless. I really don't know, you know, how to explain it. I'm just, I am really happy, like, I will say that. Sorry, guys, I'm not a sad, you know, moping mess. I no, am. just the story. <laughs> I am, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, think, I think everyone's got to, and I think most people <laughs> do, when it's an EP or an album, this is a book, right? Mm. This is the book that you're picking mm. up. This is Emily Ann's first book, right, yeah. that we're seeing musically. Yeah. And I think the next one will be different. And I can't wait for the next one, by the way. No pressure. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, the the next one will be different. I think it w- will have to be different because you've had this story here. Where does the next story come from? Where will, will there be? You're going to have a little bit of a break. Yeah. yeah. And then you mentioned there's going to be a launch and things like that, yeah. all this sort of stuff. But I get the sense that there's a thing out there called the sun. It's about to shine down on you with all the success that you're going to have here. And then there'll be a new, there'll be a new story, a new, new book that you can, you're right. Thanks, Ed. Yeah. Don't you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. I think like have a bit of a break and I mean, you can't really write until you're feeling inspired about something. So there's been like a few different lyrics sort of popping and I've been writing them down, but I don't want to rush into something and it's, you know, no good. I want, I want the songs to be good. Um, I actually bought an electric guitar a couple of weeks ago, oh. so I'm actually looking at like experimenting with some different styles of music. So yeah, that's really exciting. I haven't told anyone that yet. Um, you just did. I broke a string already. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't use my cello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, how did you break the string? Yeah, well, um, <laughs> like it wasn't from shredding or anything. Um, <laughs> I'm not quite there yet. I'm not sure. I think, yeah, I was just playing and it snapped. I mean, like, because it was off the, sh- like, they're off the shelf. They've been played before, this, yeah. this one especially. Um, so, I mean, the strings were a little bit worn down. So, uh, it's not really an exciting story behind that. Come just... on. Where were you when the broke? Where were you doing? Did you go, oh, what, what did you say? What came out of your mouth when it broke? What, what was the reaction, please? Um, I was in my little music studio yes. and, yeah, I was pretty disappointed because I was like, well, how am I going to take a, f- I can't, like, I haven't got any spares yet. So, I have to take a photo of this with five. Five strings. That's why I haven't put it up yet because it's just a boring five stringer. 
guitar. <laughs> I just <laughs> sometimes you just go, "Whoa, what's happening here?" Yeah. And other ones like, "Damn, why the what's yeah, going was on?" A lot yeah. of disappointment there. Yeah, oh, I yeah. Love it. I love it. <laughs> I'd love you to play a tune for us now, mm-hmm. and you can choose whatever you want to play. Whatever it has to be yours. Though. Cool. No, no yep. covers, please. Um, Take us on that journey. Can't wait to hear your voice uh, with this one. Check out Therapy uh, CDs. You've got it's on Spotify. It's everywhere. Wherever you want to get it, and check uh, Emily Ann out on uh, Facebook and Instagram as well, uh, where you can catch her next year in 2024 because she's having a sabbatical right now. She's going to have a relaxation. Um, thank you for joining us on Talking Gippsland. Pleasure to meet up with you and. Keep rocking it out. You're doing a wonderful job. Thanks heaps, Ed. Cheers. So this one is This Simple Life. All I want is a small backyard Gathering round the fire Barbecue, the esk is full Some vodka for my soda All I want's an acoustic guitar that can play a few good songs Oh, what I'd give to have this simple life All I want is a few close friends who take the time to call me up Just to sit around watching old time movies, not having to get dressed up two-way street where people give as much as they take Oh, what I'd give to have this simple life This simple life I'm dreaming of This simple life It's all I want when did it get so complicated? I'm getting so impatient I've gotta learn to slow it down Oh, what I'd give to have this simple life And all I want is Saturday nights And a low-key nine-to-five Nothing weighing me down or messing me around Taking it in my stride All I want is late nights, late mornings, making memories Oh, what I'd give to have this simple life So complicated, I'm getting so impatient I've got to learn to slow it down Oh, what I'd give to have this simple life All I want is a happy, healthy family by my side To make peace with the world around me And all I've been through in this life to stop overthinking, live in the minute, be happy in myself. Oh, what I'd give to have this simple life. Oh, what I'd give to have this simple life. Oh, what I'd give to have this simple life.
<laughs> hey, um, thanks again for coming in. We really appreciate it. It won't be too long between drinks, I promise you, for our next chat. And enjoy your summer. You've done everything possible with this EP and... I can't wait for the next chapter, the next book. No pressure, as I said earlier, but uh, it should be a lot of fun. So thanks again. Thanks, Ed and Triple M Gippsland for all your support. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Great to catch up with Emily Ann. Check her out on socials via her website as well. Uh, wonderful music teacher and also that EP therapy is out now. The official EP launch will be happening at Middles in Druin on January 31. All the best, Em. Well, in the next episode, we catch up with Phil Membry, one of the great volunteers at the Holder Museum down in Trafalgar. I remember coming home one day from work. Dad said, I bought a new car. And I said, what did you buy? And he said, I bought a Ford. <laughs> I, I, I went right off. I said, yeah. I said, no, nah, you can't park there in the driveway. I parked out in the street. And it was the first and last one he ever had. So, um, yeah, so it's just carried on from there. And Definitely a chat not to be missed right here on Talking Gippsland. Local voices with local stories. I'll catch you soon. A listener production.